You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. About all things NFL, it is tag day. We're counting down to 4 o'clock. I got to read this from uh, Big Speaker. That's his Twitter handle. Hi. What's up, Big Speaker? He hit us up, and he says, if the Falcons trade for Lamar Jackson, I'm selling my house in Kansas City, which is where he's at. He's a Falcon fan that lives in Kansas City. And he says, I'm moving back to the A, getting season tickets, and we'll figure everything else else out from there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, we've talked so much, and we'll talk to Big Chuck Smith, and we'll get into the conversation because Desmond Ritter, we just needed more. If he had done some crazy stuff that got, we were talking about on Monday, and he did a great job, no interceptions, two touchdowns, but you just wanted him to do something razzle-dazzle, kind of like what Jalen Hurts did that first year in Philly to really get people to buy in. And look, maybe the Falcons have no interest in Lamar Jackson, and, and this is a pipe dream, but it's still something that gets a lot of Falcon fans' juices flowing. All right, Chuck, good to have you back on the show. Uh, we're talking about this yes, because sir. it's getting some traction. Um, I know we've asked you about it before. But I got to ask you again, okay? Um, apparently, the Falcons and Ravens did have some conversations at the Combine about this potential move, and today is tag day. So if they put a, a non-exclusive tag on him, it allows the Falcons to make a deal, and they're going to get two first-round picks, and we can keep it moving. If that happens, we'll see. Would you like for it to happen, Chuck? What does it do for our franchise if we were to make a deal and try to bring Lamar Jackson here? Well, first and foremost, we've talked about you have to have a star quarterback that can do multiple things. Lamar Jackson can run the ball, and he's shown the ability to throw the ball. you got to have one of them dudes if you're going to be able to compete with the Josh Allens, the Patrick Mahomes, maybe now even the Derek Carrs in your own division at New Orleans. So it's a quarterback-driven league. He has to be able to make plays. And absolutely, when you bring in a star like that who's proven, former MVP, it'd be a huge win for the Atlanta Falcons as well as their fans. Chuck, we've spent a lot of time on Lamar Jackson because of the interest, and we always felt he deserved to be a first-round pick going back to the con- what limited controversy there was. Bill Polding and popped off about him as, uh, as he was coming out of the combine. But the guy's an amazing talent. Why do you think it is? Is it a combination of all of the above, running back injuries, don't have the dynamic skill position players, that the numbers have gone backwards the last couple of years for him? No, I don't think so. I just think it's a negotiation. I think from the Ravens standpoint, it's a business. And they're also looking at their long-term goals. And they're also looking at how this impacts a certain team. Because look at the Green Bay Packers. Look what Aaron Rodgers' deal has done to that team. And part of their inability to really, I think, close the deal over the years because they haven't had the money. So from the Ravens standpoint, it's a business. Now, Lamar, he's looking at Kyler Murray. He's looking at some of these other guys that haven't won MVPs. He's looking at their money, and he's saying, I'm worth it. And it's also a negotiation for him. He's trying to get the most money he can. So I think this is one of those things you see, whereas the Ravens are playing hardball because, you know, that's just how negotiations happen. So when you see teams like, you know, Green Bay or let's just say Arizona or some of the teams that have paid guys astronomical money, that was easy. I just think in this day and time with players having so much power, we're used to an organization and saying, well, we're worried about the publicity. Oh, we'll go ahead and throw it all in now. 
I just think the fans, everybody's going goo goo gaga because, you know, you see an organization that's kind of saying, hey, we're looking at the bigger picture. We want you, but we're, we're trying to get you where we're comfortable because it's not just about one player. That one player is big, but we all know that you've also got to have complementary pieces around him. Chuck Smith joining us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. He works with uh, the elite pass rushers in the NFL. He also works with guys in college. Um, and, and, Chuck, I, I know everybody you've told us about so far has really looked the part, at least at the combine. All these guys you laid out and said, hey, this is a guy to watch, and I watched him. They did really well at the combine. But with that said, who surprised you? Did somebody do better than you expected and maybe really help themselves? Because – a lot of the guys you laid out and you said, hey, some of these guys will be there potentially at eight. If we're still picking there at eight, these are guys we need to pay attention to. Yeah, I'll, I'll say really the first one to me actually is Will Anderson. You know, R- Will ran faster than I really thought he would. I, I didn't know how he would be in coverage. I thought he was fantastic. And it's hard to say a guy who's going to be a per- he's pretty much a perennial top three or four in the draft, you know, impressed. But I think his ability to want to also go in there and compete. It's been easy for Will to say, yeah, I'm good. I mean, he, he probably didn't have to do anything, you know, in the whole process. But I was really impressed by him. And also, Atamiwa. I'm not going to try to pronounce his right. last name, but Atamiwa from Northwestern, uh, three technique. I mean, he went in there and blew it away like we haven't seen in a long time. Ran a 4-4. He's 285. He dominated the senior bowl. And he is skyrocketing up the boards because there's potential there. But also I think he's, he fits in a lot of schemes where I have vertical upfield three techniques. I think from my standpoint, you know, he was – those two were the biggest winners from a, a linebacker standpoint, edge, and an interior. I know that uh, for guys who missed the conversation last week when everything went a little bit crazy, but talking about uh, some of the things you saw from Georgia, do you think Jalen Carter, there's no way in Jose, regardless, unless there's something else that happens that we're not aware of in Athens, Chuck, there's no way he falls out of the top ten, is there? Because there's been some crazy projections that came out this uh, this week. Well, I don't think so. I think that Jalen's going to go where he's been predicted to go, in my opinion, in the top, I'd say top five maybe even six, but again, that's a high pick. And if, if I'm falling out of the draft and I'm falling to five or six, whoa, whoa, I'm going to sit and cry. Are you kidding me? That would be fantastic. But, no, I don't see that. Jalen, I know there are some challenges, obviously, with what's going on from a perception standpoint and possibly in some of the teams. And some might even say, hey, we don't want to deal with it. But talent outweighs anything when they know you're available. Is Jalen going to do jail time? I doubt that. You know, is Jalen, is it going to affect his ability to be ready for camp? I don't think so, and I'm not a lawyer, but I don't think that's going to affect him. I think he's going to go in the top six, and I think he's going to, you know, have a good day on draft night. Chuck Smith, our guest. Uh, Chuck, we've talked to you a lot about Lorenzo Carter. Falcons make a decision to sign him to a two-year deal. I think it's a fair deal. I I think it's a smart play by the new defensive coordinator, Ryan Nielsen, who obviously saw whatever he saw on tape saying, hey, this guy's worth, you yeah. know, keeping. Tell us what you saw with Zoe last year, and then what do you think he can improve on? I know we still are going to f- trying to figure out how he's going to be used, I guess, in this defense with 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 Ryan. But uh, I think it's a good move for the Falcons today. Yeah, well, I think Ryan Nielsen. I think he sees something in Lorenzo. It's scheme driven, and one of the things that he has to have is those pieces and some complementary pieces. You know, I'm not sure if Lorenzo becomes a start, stays a starter 
or if he becomes like that third edge coming in, maybe behind Malone and Ebicady. But I definitely think, again, we talk about potential with Lorenzo, and he's shown to be a player that he plays hard. You know, he's great in the locker room, and all those things do matter. But I think that Lorenzo, in my opinion, has potential. We've been saying that forever, but maybe this is the coach that can get him out, of, get it out of him. We have seen players, and I have, and you guys have too, mm-hmm. that turn it on, and maybe it's scheme-driven. So I think Lorenzo, because he has a new coordinator, it's a fresh new start, and we don't know how he's going to be played, but I'm happy for Lorenzo. He gets to stay at home, and I think he's on a team that's ascending. Right. So we'll see how they fit him in the scheme, but I still, I'm, I'm still high on Lorenzo especially if he starts working on his moves now. So there's a little bit to it. But we don't know how he's going to be played from, in a, from a scheme standpoint. But, again, he's, a, he's definitely an asset. It's just a matter if he's able to reach the potential now in this new defense. They call him Dr. Rush. It's Chuck Smith with us, guys, on the WaitForIt.com hotline. I've done it a while. Big Chuck Smith, Joe. Uh, he joins us here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. So let me ask you this. Is, is, should we get off the Javon Hargrave thing, or is that a guy that if we were like a couple pieces away to get to the Super Bowl? I want him, Mike. He's age, he's age 30, Chuck. And, and what do you think about him, and would that be worth all the money he's going to command in free agency? Javon Hargrave right now, instantly him and Grady Jarrett become one of the best in the NFL. Boom. Simple as that. There's no way to put it. Javon Hargrave is on that level. He's made, what, the last two Pro Bowls. He's getting double-digit sacks, which I don't know if we had a Falcon defender at defensive tackle have double-digit sacks. I don't know. Was it all the way to Travis Hall? I don't Rod know. Coleman. Might, you guys, Mike, you probably yeah. Rod, Coleman. Rod Coleman. Yeah, yeah. But Javon Hargrave. It would be a huge upgrade. You instantly got a guy. He's, remember, he's originally a run stuffer. He's a guy that absolutely shuts down the run. He can play the three. He can play at the shade as a nose. And he's a good guy, hard worker. But if you were able to get him, it would be a huge upgrade. It would be fantastic for the Falcon fans. They would love him. And that would be nice to see him, you know, come to Atlanta. But I, I would love you put him and Grady next to each other. You show me a better pair of tackles and nose guards in the league, I'll say you can't find them. Yeah, it's. I agree. Uh, it's a game changer for us already, you know, when you put those two guys there. And, and to be honest with you, when you look at our edge guys, right, all these guys are going to get better. Eba Katie, all these guys are young. Ogundeji, they're young guys. Yep. So you got to figure, Chuck, at least I am, that they're going to be better as they continue to grow. Well, they, that's part of the maturation of the NFL when it comes to the edge. You have to learn how to win as a pass rusher, and everybody doesn't have instant success. I think Malone, Evacati, Ogundeji, I think he has great potential. I think this is a team that's ascending, and they're in a new scheme with a new philosophy. I like that this new D coordinator is a little more young. He's more progressive than what we saw in the past, and I'm really, I'm really high on those guys. I mean, I have been, and I think they have potential to be – the foundation from a Falcons defense. And the only way, again, we talk about quarterbacks and trying to find a Lamar Jackson or, you know, hopefully Desmond Ritter becomes special at quarterback, you got to find some special pass rushers. It's cut and dry. We have to find them. They've drafted. you got to look at the personnel department, look at everything, the scouting, and hopefully they hit a home run with those three guys. But I'm really high on Malone, Evacati coming into this year. It is Big Chuck Smith talking about defensive line, but Carl and I said to the listeners yesterday, there's some really good high-grade cornerbacks mm. that are in this draft. And again, you know now, I mean, maybe we get a run on the quarters and quarterbacks, we could get those big edge rushers. I mean, 
What about corners, though, Chuck? I know the old philosophy with Dimitrov was to build from the back to front. I think I know where you're going to go with this, but building from the front to back seems to be the way other teams do it, too. Yeah, listen, the teams that listen, the teams that were in the dance this year that were talked about, Kansas City, dominant D-line. Philadelphia Eagles, dominant D-line. San Francisco 49ers, dominant D-line. Tampa Bay, when they won it, dominant D-line. The St. Louis, I mean, L.A. Rams, dominant D-line. So you got to have one of those quarterbacks, and you got to have it. This is a different era. The only way for us to stop those quarterbacks, the guys that we're talking about, the Josh Allens, the Lamar Jacksons, the only way to do it is a good pass rush. There's not enough cover guys in the world to sit back there without a pass rush and have success versus those guys. You're going to have to have a defensive line and linebackers that absolutely can win games and close games down with the pass rush in the front seven. Chuck, it's always good to talk with you, man. I, I'm excited to where this thing's going to go with free agency and to see how things work out. And we'll be certainly talking with you again uh, at the end of the week to kind of chop it up and uh, discuss all the things that have transpired. We're still waiting on some of these guys to be franchise tagged. We don't know if some of this is going to happen or not. We're going to see. Chuck, man, get us out of here. All right, guys. Live life every day like it's third and eight. I appreciate y'all guys letting me come on each and every week. It's all love. No doubt. Right on, big Chuck. All right, guys, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, Daniel Jones, by the way, no deal has been made. He is also another guy that we think that the Giants are trying to get a deal Mm. done before 4 o'clock because they still have to make a decision with the franchise tag on Saquon Barkley. When we come back, apparently he's on a plane and they're going to speak. Find out who we're talking about next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 